Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Volume. Another episode of Funky and the Champ. I'm fat. Jamal's like skinny fat. You got you like you. Like you're skinny fat. Take it back. Today I chose violence. I'm suing. Sue them. I had to mute on for the fight. Sorry, Daniel. I did mute you. You guys are going to be lifetime enemies because of the shit you say the moment you get a microphone in your face. Bro, you're crazy. All right, guys. We're back. Second episode this week because... The news calls for it. I'm Daniel Corby. That's my boy, Ben Askren. Guys, USADA is gone. I mean... Not yet. USADA's gone. Dude, No, USADA January 1. Dude, it doesn't matter. USADA's gone. You know what's crazy? The moment the news broke, I had so many people text me and text me about what happens now. Is there going to be another drug testing protocol? What did you guys do before USADA? And when I think back... To pre-USADA and Strike Force, I don't know if I ever got tested. If I'm being completely honest, same with Bellator. And then the UFC, I think we would get tested on Fight Night. Yeah. Maybe once was, I got tested prior, but I don't think be. we ever got tested. Ben, how important is this decision, well, and how surprising was this decision that USADA is no more? Yeah, well, Daniel, let me remind you of history here because I okay. think you probably forgot. This was Dana White and I's first fight. I called Dana a liar. This is pre, pre, oh. I was still in Bellator. He said drug testing is impossible. And I said, Dana White is lying because <laughs> USADA does it for all these other sports. And someone then repeated that quote to him. And he said, I'd rather watch Flies Fuck than watch Ben Askren fight. <laughs> that was the original fight. Yes, yes, um, yes, yes. Hey, listen, Dana, I was proven right. You guys ended up bringing you Sada. They did the testing. Now, here's the deal. I actually think they're going to do real testing after. And here's why. If they okay. weren't going to do real testing, why would Conor McGregor have gotten in the USADA pool for the next two and a half months? USADA is clearly going to test him in the next two and a half months. If he wasn't clean, yes. he shouldn't have got in. Or he knows that whatever is going to follow this on January yes. 1, 2024 is going to be something real. 
So that's kind of my take on it right now. No, actually, you know what? I never thought about it like this because all the messages I got from fighters were, oh, I'm going to look like this guy come January 1. This is going to be crazy. Like, everybody's going to look like superhuman, super athletes again when 2024, <laughs> 25 hits, 24 hits. I was like, guys, <sighs> I don't think that it's going to be that simple, right? I think that there's going to be something, but I didn't know. And the reactions were all over the place. You had people openly saying that essentially they're going to do steroids because now it's going to be no testing. Then you had dudes trying to rewrite history. You had dudes actually trying to rewrite history. My thing is, I saw one person on Twitter write, USADA's eight-year witch hunt is done. It wasn't a witch hunt. It wasn't a witch it hunt. Really, it was not a witch hunt. And I don't. I think the only people that look at USADA as a witch hunt is the people that wanted the sport not to move forward. Because yeah. as long as you were doing steroids, we had a lot of guys doing steroids back then. As long as that was real big in mixed martial arts, the sport never could have went to where it went. It needed USADA yes. at the time yes. to legitimize the product. Because yes. you remember, New York would not even sanction MMA. Mm -hmm. yep. USADA comes along, New York sanctions mixed martial arts. It was not a witch hunt. It was a necessity at the time for the UFC and for mixed martial arts to move forward. But let's not make no mistake about it. This was only for the UFC. The UFC moved the sport forward because nobody else did USADA. And yes. I don't know. Well, you can't let say me it. ask you this question. Let me ask you this question. Go ahead. So you and I were both subject to USADA prior to ever fighting yep. a mixed martial arts fight because we went to the Olympics. Um, okay. So if you look at, if you look at, in the early days of USADA comes to the UFC, if you look at the amount of people testing positive yes. from USADA in the sport of wrestling versus the amount of people testing positive in MMA, MMA is like way up here and wrestling's like yeah. way Dude, down here. But I, I feel like life. I feel like recently USADA has not been catching very many UFC fighters. So have <laughs> UFC fighters cleaned up? Have they cleaned up or have they found a way to get around it? No, because they've cleaned up. Look, they've cleaned up. There is some there is some getting around it. There is some getting around the testing. I think that high-level sports and athletes, if they want to cheat, they will find ways. But as a whole, I think mixed martial arts is much cleaner today than it was pre-USADA. Because I remember when we first started in 2015, everybody was testing positive. I mean, it was crazy the amount of fighters everybody. that were Holy testing Lord. positive for steroids. It was nuts. But yes. I believe that when USADA got announced, Ben, because we grew up in it, being on the U.S. national wrestling team, I didn't even bat an eye. I was like, ah, whatever. Just I was like, yes, no, these, dudes, these dudes can't cheat anymore. I was like, yes. <laughs> it was the best. And then, yeah. you know what's unfortunate, though? If the UFC doesn't, and I don't anticipate this will be the case, but if the UFC doesn't put some sort of real testing in place it makes me feel bad for the guys that are like Michael Bisping, who were great fighters pre-USADA and then became champion. The moment all things were equal, mm. Michael Bisping became a world champion. That, for me, is what's kind of worrisome. If the UFC doesn't yeah. put another high-level testing organization in charge of making sure these dudes don't cheat. Yeah, I, I think I think they will. I think they will. Um, and you know, it's funny, just uh, mirroring the UFC, PFL 
just started testing for the first time this year. And look how many of them do oh, pop. Oh, my goodness. It Did was nuts. That? It was like, ah, what do we do? We're all, they're all positive. Uh, Bro, it was, did you see that? It was crazy. So many. Holy I've moly. I've never seen nothing like that. I've well, never they seen pro- anything I, like that in my life. Well, Daniel, what I thought was they probably didn't tell them. They probably didn't tell them, and Bro. I don't know because I don't use But it's got to take a while to get off, right? It's not well, like you, you got to say like those guys, they got to have some sort of process to come off of the stuff when they're yes. doing this stuff. Yes. It's nuts. I want to so read funny. you something, Ben. Let me read okay. this to you. As we start talking about UFC and USADA parting ways. So, UFC, and they broke, they broke, came news yesterday and it was over. Travis Tiger, who is the CEO mm-hmm. of USADA, essentially said that it kind of boiled down to the Conor McGregor situation. Yeah. He said openly in public, Conor's now in the USADA testing pool. We will test him up until January. We don't know. What's going to happen after January? He also said that the UFC and USADA was in, uh, was in um, negotiations to extend, and he felt like everything was going good oh. until he said, despite a positive and productive meeting about a contract renewal in May 2023, the UFC did an about face and informed USADA on Monday that it was going in a different direction. We are disappointed for the athletes. We are independent contractors who rely, who are independent contractors who rely on independence gold standard global program to protect their rights to a clean, safe, and fair octagon. The UFC's move imperils the immense progress made within the sport under USADA's leadership. The relationship between USADA and UFC became untenable given the statements made by UFC leaders and others questioning USADA's principled stance that McGregor not be allowed to fight without being in the testing pool for at least six months. He yeah, added yeah. that USADA would not approve an exemption for E. McGregor after he dropped out of the anti-doping program while recovering from his broken leg. Bro, it sounds like this whole thing comes down to Conor McGregor. Yeah, it, it really does. And that well, I mean, that that leads me. I was gonna ask you this question before you read that, but this this fits perfectly. Is Okay, so then that makes you feel as if the UFC was saying, hey, you, you saw them, let him fight a little faster. We want to get him back in here. He doesn't want to do six months, something to that effect. So if the UFC brings this in-house, which they 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 kind of are in that mode of they want to bring more things in-house, but when you bring it in-house, there's such a conflict of interest because, <laughs> yeah. you know, if, you're, if your star misses a test, right, they, they miss a test by a little bit. Are you going to sweep that out of the rug? Are you going to retest them? Are, right? What are you going to do to make sure the fights that you want to happen happen? Are you going to let Connor only do two months of testing instead of six? So I, I actually love it. It makes me respect that you saw this stood by, right? <laughs> stood by their principles and said, this is what we're doing. And if you if UFC brings this in-house, will it be tainted a little bit? And will it not have the same like I don't, tr- amount of truth to it? Well, it makes it it'll make everything questionable. Yes. If it's an in-house testing firm, that's why I believe that it should be someone out that can hold it to a higher standard, just like USADA. I didn't know. I really didn't know how stern USADA was until I read that. Until I read that. I was like, wow, this man is telling us that they would not budge. And ultimately, by not budging, he is implying that 
that is why the contract negotiations broke down. I hope that they find someone from the outside to do it. I think it just is a better look but for the organization. Is there That's actually anyone from the outside that will do as good of a job as USADA? Because I, there I will don't not know be. that there is. As much as you hate USADA, people hate USADA. There, I had some contentious moments with USADA myself yeah. behind the John Jones thing. Yeah. Because I was like, what are we doing here? Like, what are we doing here? If this, Especially even after when he was yeah. going to fight Gustafson. And they said, like, now the picograms would just live in the system. Like, it didn't matter <laughs> if he tested positive. It just kind of lives in the system. But now after reading what this man said, I don't think for a second that they were cheating. Initially, yeah. I was like, oh, they're cheating. Now I'm like, well, maybe they weren't. Maybe, Maybe they, they were, were really just saying that he's got this stuff in the system and it could live in there for a long time, so it just kind of lives there. Daniel, what if they got what if they got Rusada to do it? What's that? Russian Usada? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Russian Usada? You 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 never watched oh my god, what's the movie? I'm forgetting right now. <laughs> There's the movie about Rusada, and then the guy literally tells them they were literally Telling all of the athletes how to cheat and how to beat all the tests. Are you kidding me? What is that damn movie? How am I forgetting is it the name on right Netflix? now? Is it on Netflix? Yes, it's on. It's oh my god. So so the guy. Okay, so here's the, the theme is this guy <laughs> says I want to be a bicyclist and I know all these bicyclists are using uh, all kinds of substances. So I'm gonna do my. I'm gonna do with no substances this year, and then I'm gonna go get the help of a real pro who's gonna tell are me the way to get me? all these substances. And then next year, I'm going to do the same thing. And just he's going to make a documentary on how much better he gets in one year, right? How much better did he get? Uh, well, hold on. So he goes over there and finds this guy in Russia, Gregory Rodchenko. Um, and Rodchenko starts helping him. But in the meantime, Rodchenko tells on uh, tells on the Russians for cheating. So then they, like, kick him out. So then he has to come to America. And I think he's still under hiding because they probably want to kill him or something. But he oh was saying goodness. in 20... 14 or 2016 you know you don't know what they were doing bro they were so they they had this they had this whole thing of clean samples right it was whenever they, oh. it was when the olympics was in sochi whatever year that was i remember that and i remember that they would pass the vials of piss the dirty piss through a hole and pass the clean piss back into the hole for the athlete to take and then hand in are you kidding me yes it was so nuts oh it was God. totally crazy oh, oh i'll find the name of this movie but you gotta watch it it's Text totally it to wild me. That, that well, right. that that's one we can't use Rusada. Maybe maybe what is it? Wada <laughs> is it Wada? Of like yeah, is maybe. it the World Anti Doping Agency? Maybe they could use. I don't know. They spent millions of dollars doing this, so obviously they they had a real interest in trying to clean up the sport. All right, last one before we move on. Uh, Icarus. Icarus is the name of the movie. Oh, I think I've seen that. I, I I've seen the Russian guy before. All right, let me read you this one. All right, you ready? And because yeah. now I think guys will try to rewrite history. John Jones, my boy, said, man, I survived USADA. First, they said I, I was guilty of having picograms. Then they considered me innocent, which I don't think that was ever the case. Then next picograms became legal, which I don't know if that's the case. The BS no contest over DC needs to be taken off my record. I never cheated this sport, and I will stand by that until the day I die. I'm the GOAT. So somebody wrote, you're the cleanest athlete in the world, no doubt, in my mind. And then John writes, yeah, I became the youngest champion in sports history, probably the youngest millionaire in sports history. And unfortunately, I didn't handle it correctly and became a bit of a party boy. It definitely doesn't qualify me to be 
a steroid cheat. You know nothing about being a star athlete. So he listed some accomplishments and told the guy that actually wasn't a bad. I I thought I thought what you were going to say was be worse. I I actually hate that statement. My part about it is when did Pico? Is that did they say the Pico Graham is illegal? Did they, I, I, mean, I don't know. I didn't follow that. John's had a lot of uh, running. <laughs> it's, it, it, and, it's been yeah. some. It's been some things. But for me, I feel like again, people will try to rewrite history. You can't rewrite history. There's gonna be a time. You remember? You know? Wait, you hold on. Baseball. Hold on. Okay, I had to look this up, Daniel. Um, okay, this says he also tested positive for comaphene and letrozole. Yeah, that was a different time. Yeah, it was, correct. It was, yeah, it was multiple times. But again. Okay. You could try to rewrite history. It'll be like during baseball, there was the steroid era, and all yes. those guys don't get to go into the Hall of Fame. Well, we well, only some back, of them, only the most notable, like Bonds yes. is in the Hall of Fame, but certain other people are Bonds and Clemens and yeah. Sammy and Mark McGuire. Mm -hmm. Like those guys don't go into the Hall of Fame every year. Well, yes. we look back on 2015 to 2023 as the USADA era, and will these guys that had these things? deal with issues going forward in terms of tainting their resume, especially if someone that is middling now becomes an absolute superstar after the USADA is gone from the UFC. That's a great question. Well, I, I sure hope that they put in a proper testing protocol and don't let people do just whatever they want. Uh, I think that would be bad. I, I really, really hope that does not happen. Um, yeah, if that, uh, but so, okay, let me flip that on you. I'll flip that yeah. because obviously, uh, and I don't know if we need to name names, but there are, there are significant people, probably three, four, five, six, seven, who were champion level destroyers, right? Yep. USADA comes in and they're like one in six after one yeah. in seven. Like they can't, yeah. they literally can't win fights. Um, and I actually feel like, currently no one feels no one feels that way about them so i have a hard time seeing people yeah, feel the other right. way you know you're right you're right yeah. they didn't so, they didn't lose much when they started to lose fights when usada came along yeah we have a short memory as mma fans our memory really is like do. super short yeah super, super short. short but let me say this you, yeah. you don't get to rewrite history you, you you don't get to say well first off i don't believe that it's all true and that, this is like one of the reasons that Jones and I could never truly just come to a common ground because sometimes you just say whatever you want. Dude, I said on TV that I throw a 90 mile an hour fastball. When I really tried to throw a fastball, it was like 65 miles an hour. Your shoulder probably you, hurt. Yeah, my shoulder was hurting for days. It's like, but the reality is I could just say it. So you could just say whatever you want. It doesn't always have to be true. Everyone knows that working out is full of positives, sleeping better, looking better and flat out just feeling better. But as you get stronger, sticking to the same old routine can lead to a plateau in results. So keep your momentum going and your progress positive with FitBod. The app creates personalized workouts based on your goals, abilities, and gym setup while helping you track and visualize your progress along the way. It, guys, it's never been easier to get the results you've always wanted. So check out FitBod. Get 25% off the subscription at fitbod.me slash DC. That's F-I-T-B-O-D dot me slash DC. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. 
like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Ben, before <laughs> I let you go, Islam Makachev is fighting against Alexander Volkanovsky. Yeah. Kamaru Usman is fighting so against crazy. Hamza Chimaev. What a crazy turn of events from when we spoke on Monday that was to today. Two days ago. Two days ago. So crazy. Crazy how fast things have changed. Now, Ben, hats off to Hunter Campbell and the guys at the UFC for making these fights happen. Those guys, that's what they do, right? Yeah. When fights yeah. fall apart, they go to work. They make the best of the, the, the bad situation. What I would say is that UFC 294 is actually better. Oh, someone else said this. I don't know if I agree. You don't? Why? Uh, I thought both. I was really excited for both those, the main and the co-main. I thought they were great fights. I was excited for them. Usman, um, he has lost two in a row. Um, doesn't matter. He do- doesn't matter. He's one of the greatest. I know. He, he's a former, long-time former champ, uh, and he's never fought, or at least hasn't fought in a very long time at 185 pounds. So that's kind of like, uh, I don't know. I was excited for Chimaev. Chimaev's had like a really weird stretch where <laughs> um, – He's been down a weight. He's been up a weight. You know, he missed weight, but didn't miss weight, and then got Kevin Holland. And it's just like, I want to see him in a division, and I want to see him kind of yeah. fight the contenders in that division, which, you know, he's beat some really good guys, but he beat Gilbert Burns, but that was at 170. Who is he? Yeah, beat? yeah, that yeah. Was really good at 185. Oh, we haven't even seen him at 185 since he we got have to it. And now he's going to fight time? Usman, but Usman's at 170. Yeah, it's like two 170 partners fighting at 185. Yeah. But I think so, that. I think it's a good fight. I think it'll test him in ways that he hasn't been tested before. Usman's always a guy that's in shape. So we see. But then I want to ask you this. I talked to Islam Makachev yesterday, and he immediately told me Volkanovsky's taking this fight because it's a no-lose situation. It's a built-in excuse. Is that the case for him and and, and, um, Usman? 
Are those I, guys in positions where it's now no lose? You make a ton of money. If you lose, you're supposed to. You took the fight on 10 days. If you win, now you're you go into God mode. Yeah. I mean, you're the okay. man if you win. Well, I would say, I would say for for Usman, the answer is yes, because it's the shortest path to a title fight because they said the winner gets a title shot, right? So he's coming off two yep. losses. He wins one fight. He's back in a title. So yes for him. For Volkanovski, I say no, because if he loses again, there's no way they're making the fight the third time, right? Yeah. And they, he he lost once. It was very competitive. A lot of people think he may have won. If he loses again, they're not making the – so this is his chance. This is his chance. Yeah. He saw his chance. He took it. Um, and he actually already had – a title fight defense at 145 set up, which now they're saying he may or may not do, and they're putting Hallway against uh, Tapuria one like uh, what January or February something. That's like that. not true. You're lying. That's not true. You're I saw it online. You know, you acting like John. You acting like John Jones and me right now. <laughs> you, are, you are acting like us right now. Though. I thought I saw that that they were gonna, oh, they were putting Hallway oh. in for the backup. No, he said <laughs> Volk said that he was going to fight. He wants At the to fight first both. quarter of the year, January, February. Okay. But now Taporia was saying, I'll be ready to become double champ when we do fight if you win. I saw it online. I saw it on the line, so I thought it was facts. So it must be true. It's not a lie. It must be true. No, you acting like you acting like John Jones right now. I cannot believe you. I don't recognize <laughs> shit up. Man, so funny. UFC 294 is next week, bro, and I cannot wait to get there. The whole USADA thing is very interesting. I can't wait to get to the beginning of the year or towards the end of the year where we get an idea or they determine who's going to be the next person or the next organization that oversees the yeah. UFC's testing. They, they got to do this fast. The conversations. Think about how hard that is. They got to test people all over the world. On January 1st, you're going to be ready to test people all over the world. Yeah. Dude, they got to get going. They're going to make a ton of money. You saw them made a ton of money over the course of these last eight years. (laughs) All right, Ben. Hey, man, thank you for joining again, dog. This is awesome, man. We don't need to be limited to doing this just once a week, bro. I keep begging you. I keep telling you. (laughs) You're lying. Don't be like that guy. This is those things that you say online. Don't be that guy. Don't be that guy that just won't give people what they want, man. Guys, I'm Daniel Cormier. That's been asking. Until next time, like, subscribe, tell your friends about my YouTube channel, and that we're doing this constantly. Till next time, peace. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do 
you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon.